When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Hour two of Clay and Buck starts right now, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Thanks for sticking with us. If you were with us in the first hour, we said we're going to dive into the issue of crime. I still think that... This is likely to be a very important part of the 2024 picture. But honestly, it's just critical in the meantime to get the truth out there as much as possible because there's always the chance that some Democrat, mayor, governor, police commissioner, state legislature, whatever, always a chance that a Democrat may see the light on this and decide that he or she is going to try to bring the crime numbers down. I want to give you a couple of case studies in this right now. One is the question we asked before getting into this hour, and because this is this is quite a moment. One of the things we've often talked to you about is how many times people that commit serious crimes, heinous, violent crimes, that end up getting the headlines, how many times they've been arrested already. And that's really important because we were led to believe by the uh, criminal justice reform movement, which took years and years and millions and millions of dollars of Soros money to those prosecutors and Democrat-aligned media constantly telling these stories. Oh, my gosh. Do you know the story of this person who was found with half a marijuana cigarette and he got 17 consecutive life sentences? And everyone goes, oh, my gosh, that's terrible. That's injustice. And by the way, that would be injustice, right? But... Is that really what's going on? Is that really what's happening? Well, I bring you the case of Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, which, let's note, is probably the greatest concentration of law enforcement agencies and personnel 
anywhere on U.S. soil. I, I can't think of another place. I mean, New York has a lot as well, but D.C. You had you, know, you got D.C. Metro and you got a, you know Secret Services. I can't even rattle off all the different agencies that have men and women with guns who are enforcing the law in that that you have in Washington D.C. So how many times has the average murder suspect, homicide suspect, been arrested? Well, here is D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti. Play it. What we got to do, if we really want to see homicides go down, is keep bad guys with guns in jail. Because when they're in jail, they can't be in community shooting people. So when people talk about what we're going to do different or what we should do different, what we need to do different, that's the thing that we need to do different. We need to keep violent people in jail. Right now, the average homicide suspect, the average homicide suspect has been arrested 11 times prior to them committing a homicide. That is a problem. That is a problem. You know what I'd want to know? I mean, 11 times, everybody, was the answer. We even had uh, Allie on our staff say so she would have guessed six. I, I would have guessed six as well. I 11 is mind-blowing. Is crazy for people out there. who are. When I saw this trend, trending yesterday, uh, and, uh, and and I saw the number 11 times, 11 times to be arrested. And we, we've talked about this on the program before, that this idea that murders just come out of nowhere most people don't commit an extremely violent act the first time they break the law, right? There are exceptions, but most people don't jump from a life of following the law to suddenly committing murder. Usually there is a progression of violence that occurs, a stair step as it were. And this ties in in a big way, Buck, with what's going on right now in D.C. because not only are the police department and all the officials fed up with their, their arresting these guys all these times and them getting back out on the streets and harming most often black people, right? Because the vast majority of murders that occur in Washington, D.C. are of black victims, most often killed by other black people, right? So when you're arresting this guy 11 times and BLM is out there saying we've got to have racial equity, well, how about the people who are murder victims who are overwhelmingly black. If black lives matter, why don't you care about protecting innocent lives that are being taken all over this country right now as the black murder rate has skyrocketed in the wake of uh, George Floyd with almost all of those murders being committed by other black people, right? 50% increase, I think, in the black homicide rate is the number in the wake of the George Floyd incident. So, Buck, D.C. sees all this data, right? This is not some hypothetical you can legitimately look at the murder rate violent crime rate and what do they decide to do pass a new bill that will actually hold people who, pa- who commit violence less accountable than they are right now oh we can get even more specific in that data set because that is what they're doing and now you actually have congress stepping in to say you guys can't do this okay like, we have to show up to work in the capitol basically is what they've said but you bring up that they would, the D.C. Council, and it was over the objection of, of Mayor Bowser. I actually the mayor have friends. And the police chief, everybody in D.C. Yeah. That, that was not on the council basically was like, you guys are imbeciles. I have friends who have uh, worked in Bowser's, uh, for Ma- Muriel Bowser in the past, and they've told me that, you know, while the mayor is definitely a Democrat and you know, very sort of pro-BLM and, and all of that when that was happening, also pro-business and also understands that if you if all the businesses start to leave downtown yeah. DC, you got a big problem. No but doubt. the council, the DC council, is completely insane. Obviously, representing yes. the various uh, you know districts of 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 the district or whatever they call them, you know the uh, the different uh, sections. 
And so you, you brought up the crime. I just thought this was amazing. Clay, there were 485 carjackings in Washington, D.C. in 2022. Carjackings is a particularly big problem in D.C., has become. And it has been going up for the last five years. One of the things in the D.C. Council crime bill, or, you know, soft on crime bill, as people are calling it, was a less severe sentence for carjacking. So so well, they have a carjacking problem that is out. D.C. is not that big of a city. D.C. proper yep. is like 600,000 people. I mean, it's when you add the, you know, the beltway and everything, that's a lot bigger. But this is about D.C. city. This is the urban center. You have almost 500 carjackings a year in this city. And there are people who are in charge of writing the local laws. And they think, you know what we got to do? Let's send carjackers to prison for less time. If we send them to prison at all, by the way, you know, maybe they get a suspended sentence or maybe we just drop the charges to a weapons possession. And by the way, the D.C. uh, the D.C. police chief, rather, when he said about the 11 times, notice he says, keep people who are violent with guns in prison. Here is where just everyone you always need to remember this. This is so important for all their talk about guns and getting illegal guns off the streets. Democrats are caught in a bind. They have a problem. Because a vastly disproportionate number of the gun arrests in name a major American city uh, affect African-American defendants. Yep. So they don't actually want to send people who are carrying illegal guns in cities to prison for a long time because it's going to have a disproportionate impact on the black community in their city. So what do they do? They talk about banning AR-15s at the national level and at the local level. They're letting people get off with gun with nothing. They they in Philadelphia, Clay, half of the gun of of the gun possession, illegal gun possession, I think it was felon in possession. Krasner just said, "Yeah, we're not going to charge it." And if you want to know the panic that has set in, I don't think this is a coincidence. We saw Lori Lightfoot get absolutely walloped in Chicago over the crime issue. So. Putting this into the context of Democrats being extremely soft on crime, I think the Biden administration panicked here. And let me explain what I think happened. So the House votes against repealing most Democrats. I think 170 Democrats in the House voted against repealing this soft on crime bill that was passed by the D.C. Council. And for everybody out there who's forgotten, Buck and I both lived in D.C., so we experienced this uh, to some degree Every law in D.C., because they are not a state, is subject to federal review and oversight. So Republicans have taken control of the House. They see this bill. One of the Democrat congresswomen, by the way, was just a victim of being attacked on her way to work, I think. 170 still Democrats say, we're not going to rescind this bill. We're going to let D.C. get even softer on crime. It passes the House. It then is going into the Senate. The Biden administration comes out and says, we're not going to veto this. We're going to allow it to become law. So all of those Democrats who voted in favor of D.C. are now getting their legs cut out from underneath them. Senator Schumer yesterday, I believe, or the day before Buck, came out and said, yeah, you know what? I'm actually going to support overturning this law, too. So Biden led... All of these Democrats in the House, and I don't think it's gotten enough attention. He didn't tell them in advance, hey, I'm not going to veto this bill. He had all of them 
line up supporting soft on crime policies by and large in the Democrat Party. Some flip, but not very many. And now the Senate is going to support it, this Republican move, and Biden's not going to veto it. So Biden effectively, and this is a big deal, to bolster his own reelection chances, cut the legs out from underneath all of these House Democrats who marched out there saying, this is an equity issue, we've got to protect criminals, we're not going to change this law that D.C.'s council passed. And Biden said, oh, by the way, I am, because I want to get elected, and just slice the legs right out from underneath his base, and they are furious at him. I think it's a smart move by Biden, but I think he led his base right over the middle and let him get decked. Oh, absolutely. And and Biden, let's not forget, this is a, he's cunning. He's not bright, but he's cunning. He has those long time, you know, decades uh, long experience in politics where he understands what's going to benefit first and foremost Joe Biden. This was the right no move for this is the right move for him. And I would I would add into this because I I think that this is so important. I've been very harsh as somebody who has you know lived in lived in New York for over thirty years. Uh, right in Manhattan, in New York City, very harsh on, uh, and I think deservedly so, on Mayor Adams in his first year. However, the issue of subway crime got to be so extreme, and and this, the arteries of New York City are the subway system. Without the subway, you can't even begin to get enough people into work and, and going to school and everything else. So people have to be comfortable taking the subway, or else the city is just a giant traffic jam. And it already is that, but I mean, it's a traffic jam that doesn't move without the subway. So what do they do? And this is with a Hochul, by the way, also pushing for this because she was starting to get a lot of heat and Zeldin was gaining ground on this when she was up for reelection. Clay, they put more cops on the subway system. And, and this is a really important part of it. They said, you enforce the laws. So guess what? They cracked down on. Fair evasion. It's like we're living the Giuliani era in the 1990s. Just a little tiny piece of it, but we're, we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's like Giuliani is, is kind of waving to us like, Hey guys, here's the way because they gave out 10,000 more summonses on the subway in the so far this year, whatever it is, two months into this year compared to last year. So they put more cops on the subway system. And told them, we've got your back, you enforce every law. Someone jumps a turnstile, you grab them, you give them a summons. A summons. Someone, you know, wh- whatever, someone breaks the law in any capacity, you actually enforce the law. Well, guess what? Subway crime year to year right now is down 21% across all categories. Amazing how that works. Isn't it crazy? You put more cops in the place where you need them, you tell them that they can do their jobs, and you have less criminal craziness going on. Hmm. Adam, maybe Adams, maybe Adams has decided he actually wants to be a good mayor, at least on the crime issue. I mean, maybe he started the number one I, I'm not issue of any breath. mayor is crime, right? Like that's literally the most important job I would say is protecting the lives of your citizens inside of your cities. Nothing else matters outside of that, in my opinion. That's number one. It's very true, my friends. Very important. Everybody sees where this data also. They'll do things and not admit that we were right. Always understand. They're never going to say, oh, my gosh, the Republicans were right. No, they'll just start to do things in some places that work and act like they came up with the idea. Clay and I have been sitting here screaming, shouting, pounding the table. You need to enforce the law. You need to lock up criminals. You need to actually take public safety seriously. Some some Democrats are going to 
are going to see reality on this one, but they're never going to admit that we were right. If you treasure a great night's sleep, let's get you set up with the latest and greatest from my pillow, the 2.0 version. I've got mine at home. It's awesome. This is the 2.0 version of their highly acclaimed my pillow. And it's just in time for the warmer weather. My pillow 2.0 has the same patented adjustable fill that was all the rage of the first my pillow, but now includes exclusive fabric that is made with temperature regulating thread. You got to experience it to appreciate why this upgrade can do so much for your sleep. Say goodbye to tossing and turning during the night and hello to the comfort that is my pillow 2.0. It's priced right too. Buy one my pillow 2.0, get a second one free for a limited time with our names as the promo code Clay and Buck. The MyPillow 2.0 is made with temperature-regulating technology, and it's 100% made here in the USA. The pillow comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Listener Specials, get this buy one, get one free offer on the MyPillow 2.0. Enter promo code Clay and Buck or call 800-792-3269. That's 800-792-3269 to get your MyPillow 2.0 now. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Voices of sanity in an insane world. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. Your orders make a meaningful impact. You can become a member in seconds. Signing up is fast and free. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's G-O-V-X.com. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX. That's GovX. Code CLAY. G-O-V-X-C-L-A-Y savings for those who serve welcome back in clay travis buck sexton show hope all of you are having a fantastic wednesday um we're talking about issues of crime and joe biden cutting the legs out from underneath the house democrats which has them in an uproar he's also contemplating changing migrant rules for illegal immigrant families back to the rule that existed when trump was president i think one of the great unreported stories of the biden administration so far is how many Trump policies, certainly on China, but many others, that Biden said were so awful, he actually let stay in place when he became president, right? I mean, remember AOC standing there in the all-white outfit crying over the uh, over the migrant uh, situation? Now Biden's like, you know what, that probably makes more sense because 5 million illegals are here and we can't handle all the influx. 5 million but, more. 5 yes. million more, yes. Uh, so... We have been saying for a long time, hey, you know, one reason crime's probably up is because so many people are wearing masks into stores. The number one thing you would do before COVID if you were trying to commit a crime was wear a mask. Now, New York City Mayor uh, Eric Adams, he's like, I think we need to do away with the mask issue because it's creating more crime. Listen. We are putting out a clear call to all of our shops. Uh, do not allow people to enter the store without taking off their face mask. And then once they're inside, they can continue to wear if they so, so desire to do so. So, you know, it's interesting because, one, I, I was pointing out at the beginning because I've hated masks. I had to put a mask on today, by the way. Yeah, you were fired up this morning. Doctor's appointment at University of Miami Medical Center. And it's it's appalling how stupid the people are in charge. It's appalling that the uh, the president of University of Miami um, is allowing this to continue. This is a decision by the University of Miami. This does has no there's no government mandate of any kind. But anyway, some of us pointed out in the beginning, uh, Clay, that masking was actually banned in a lot of jurisdictions unless needed for your job. So, yeah, if you're a carpenter or you're doing something that's... But to be in a public place with a mask on, because it's an obvious safety issue, and people say, oh, they're just going to wear a mask anyway. What are you going to create, mask-free zones? If no one's wearing a mask but one... You know, think about it like the old bank robbers that put pantyhose over their heads. If everyone has pantyhose over their heads, you don't notice it. If one person's walking around with that or with uh, a ski mask on, you notice it. And you pay attention to them. And also facial recognition will pick them up before they put the mask on. That's the key. The facial recognition picks them up. Also, any bank you ever went into, if somebody had a mask on pre-COVID, you'd be like, 
uh-oh, this dude might be about to rob the place. No no, uh, no kidding. If you own a small business, you know the value of time. GetRefunds.com does too. That's why they've made it easy for you to apply for the employee retention credit. That's the ERC. Your business may be eligible for up to twenty six grand per employee. Just go to GetRefunds.com to get started. Less than 10 minutes, you can see whether you are eligible for ERC assistance. GetRefunds.com already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. They may be able to help your business, too. No upfront charges. They don't get paid unless your business gets its refund. And make sure and figure out whether you qualify. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. Only available for a limited amount of time. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com today. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. You may be hearing all these stories out there from the lib media about how Ron DeSantis is banning books. Oh my gosh, the books are all being banned. And this may conjure up, if someone were to hear this and not know the context, that there are, you know, DeSantis stormtroopers going around to different bookstores and like, they, they go into Barnes and Noble and they just grab a whole stack of stuff and they, no, 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 none of that is actually happening, as you all know. But the way the media talks about it is meant to be as much a lie as, say, they're calling the parental rights in education bill in Florida, the don't say gay bill. It's just lying. It doesn't even say gay in the bill. So how could it be a don't say gay bill? Point being here, folks, the propaganda that they are deploying against the DeSantis efforts here uh, is of the most dishonest and disgraceful kind. And he's had enough of it. And as is his habit, he is taking the fight to the media on this. So let's let's discuss what's going on here. There are there are schools out there that in Florida and in many states, by the way, if you're living in a red state, you're probably thinking, oh, that's that's something that no, no, it's happening in your state, too. Um, It's happening all over the country. What you find is that there are books that are highly inappropriate for children that are in the classroom. And this this keeps happening. We had Carol Markowitz on yesterday. She's got her great book, Stolen Youth, which everybody should check out. She goes into this. And Ron DeSantis, to prove this point, it's not about banning a book as in, we don't think this should be sold on Amazon or we think that this should be you know burned in a pile in the backyard and nobody should ever be allowed to see this. People want to write you know weird, trashy, gross books or novels. There, that's That's on them. Publishers want to publish it. That's on them. But... When it comes to what children see, I think we can all agree there should be some editorial hand in protecting them from deeply, not just deeply political, deeply sexualized agenda items. And this is where Ron DeSantis was in, uh, was it, uh, he was in Tampa yesterday and he started reading from some, or rather there was a presentation about some of these books that have been banned. Play 21. When they try to say that somehow, like, like, like the books being quote banned, like adults can, can do what they want on this stuff. That's, that's available for everybody. You know, some of that stuff would not be entertaining for me, but that's fine. I mean, like, you know, you have the ability as an adult to make your decisions, but you know, eight year olds, nine year olds to, to, to have that thrust in them is not something that, that, that's appropriate. And, um, you know, also you just, Manny just mentioned, like, you know, they try to whatever they can use a cudgel against me just because I'm a target. That's fine. Clay, they're going after him. I, as I understand it, yesterday they were 
reading from some of these books and the media organizations had to pull away because of how graphic some of the content was. Yeah. And, and again, I just think Republicans are not doing a good job of explaining on this. And I, and I don't really think it's very complicated. And I've been saying this, but I know a lot of staffers out there listen. I know a lot of politicians themselves as they're out driving around in their districts. They'll listen to this show, and we appreciate that. This is not a censorship story. It is being conveyed as if it is a censorship story. What really is going on is there is a decision being made about what age-appropriate books should be available, in particular in elementary school libraries. And if you put it in the context, that's why I just immediately pull it out and say, put it in the context of movies. No one ever argues R-rated movies are being banned from kids, right? Most young kids don't see R-rated movies because the parents look, oh, that's a rated R movie. It's probably inappropriate for my six or seven-year-old. But I, as an adult, may go to that movie. That's all that's going on here is parents are looking and saying, this this is not a book that belongs in a library. And I give credit to the DeSantis camp for coming out and reading some of these books and literally making some of this live uh, video cut away because it's FCC violations potentially for them to be sharing some of it. If you can't put it on a local television broadcast, then it probably isn't appropriate for a second or third grader or, God forbid, a first grader to be reading And that is all that's going on here. And when people understand that, that's the job of parents. We have to decide what is age appropriate for our kids. It's one of the most important jobs that we have. I think we could just call these common sense pornographic material restrictions. You know, let's let's come up with a term because that's what this is. It is restricting by age access to material that is highly, highly sexualized. To your point, you could do the same thing. uh, You know, you bring it up with movies. It, would it be honest if somebody said that uh, enforcing a 21 uh, to buy alcohol law, is that banning alcohol? It's not no, banning alcohol. Yes. It's saying that people of a certain age can, you know, you haven't banned alcohol. No book has been banned. Correct. So the word ban should not, we should ban the use of the word ban in this context because it's a lie. And if you want to know some of the books that are, uh, the, the, the New Yorker is trying to write, you know, the New Yorker is... Um, just uh, left-wing propaganda with bigger words uh, than you usually see. And they they tried to pick out some of the books that are included in this. So, you know, there's some of the stuff that has been called into question is the very explicit content in books like the the uh, 57 Bus, which is a nonfiction young adult book about an agender teenager whose skirt gets set on fire by another teen, and The Hate You Give a popular fiction story about the aftermath of the shooting of a young black man by a white police officer. I mean, you're you're assigning this stuff to kids in the sixth grade. I, I, I don't know. I think there's I think there's better stuff to be assigning children who are still learning to read at a high level and still learning to process information and need to learn history and literature and reason and logic. No, let, let's have them read about Im- imaginary people being shot in racist murders by white police officers. This is the stuff that's being pulled out of the schools. And again, if you are a parent and you see this and you say, my goodness, it is incredibly important for my child's education that they read this book. 
No one is stopping you from going and getting the book and bringing it into your household. There is no ban. This this is what the, the word ban is automatically designed to create, to connote the idea that there's some sort of massive restriction that is going on, and it doesn't actually exist. Because to your point, alcohol is not banned when you have to be 21 to uh to 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 consume it. R-rated movies are not banned when you have to be 18 years old to buy your own ticket for the R-rated movie. Those exist. There's just right. age appropriateness associated with those objects. You know, I, I may think that the five day waiting period to pick up my AR 15 was stupid, but it would not be honest for me to come on and say that my buying of the AR 15 right. was banned. It is not banned. There is some restriction on my, on my access to it. So that word is a very specific thing, has a very specific connotation. Um, and it, by the way, here is DeSantis again about what this is really meant to be, which is, preventing there's a very clear agenda from the left from the democrats to introduce highly not just sexual controversial and sexual you know oh you know seven-year-olds should know what pansexuality is all this crazy stuff out there there's an agenda to do it desantis saying look in florida at least they're going to protect kids from this play 20 what you've seen is a lot of false narratives put out and i think though there is a concerted effort to to bring some of this sexualization into the classroom, particularly in these young grades. I mean, we did do parents' rights and education bill, as I think as many of you know, but even when you're talking about 12, 13-year-olds, to see some of that stuff in there, I think most parents would say, absolutely not. You know, parents can have those discussions when they think it's appropriate with their kid, but to have that is is wrong. I'm, I'm not interested, Clay, in hearing the opinions on what books are appropriate for small children, I don't want to hear the opinions of the same activists and the same ideologues that think that, you know, a 45-year-old man shaking his butt in a thong and fishnets in front of small children because he's in drag is somehow appropriate. Like, there's something twisted and wrong on the left, and we all see it. Buck, I'm old man, as you like to point out. We got the Internet in school before I had the Internet at home. Some, this may shock you, some teenage boys in my school figured out there was pornography on the internet and they went and started looking up pornography on school computers. Probably not very smart. This is early in the days of the internet, right? Like 1995, 1996 era. You know what the school did? They banned accessing pornography on school computers. That seems totally rational, right? Like everybody out there, the idea that your kid could sit down in a computer lab and look up pornography at school is unacceptable. And and the Democrats here are basically arguing that that act, Clay, right. it, it's they're pract it's practically North Korea. What is Kim Jong un ordering right. a crackdown on accessing porn in the schools? That's what they're arguing. That's the point. I mean, that's crazy. And I I sit here and I think I can't imagine any parent of any sane parent, I should say, saying, yeah, I want my kids looking up pornography on school computers, especially in elementary school, but really at any age, why in the world would you want the same pornography available in a book? Just something to think about. Uh, you know all about how woke activists seize control of America's schools. Now a group of investment firms, Americans in trust with our pensions and retirements, are playing woke politics with your money without our knowledge or consent. 
A few large investment firms, names you know, control trillions of dollars of your money, and they're using those dollars to advance their woke ideology through a progressive social scoring program called ESG. They claim it promotes corporate responsibility, but what they're really doing is using Americans' hard-earned money to finance their political agendas, forcing businesses to comply or else. Some state leaders are fighting back, and more are joining up, letting those investment firms know they can't play politics with our pensions. They can either do their jobs, maximize returns for shareholders, or get lost. To learn more, go to consumersresearch.org. They've been defending consumers against fraud and abuse for decades, still are. Go to consumersresearch.org to learn more about their mission to protect consumers from woke investment firms. That's consumersresearch.org. Heard it on the show? Hear more on the podcast. Clay and Buck Podcast Deep Dives. More content, more common sense. Find the guides on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcast. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group. GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, 
GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We're talking about the absurd use of the word ban. It's a little bit like the labeling. I would say left-wingers are really good at labeling when they said, don't say gay. And then everybody actually looked at the bill and they said, well, really, this just stops Florida schools from talking about gender ideology with kindergarten, first, second, third graders. That seems totally normal. This idea that books are being banned it sends the message of, oh, there's somebody as they try to bring a book into Florida that's stopping a truck and like pulling books off and burning them. No. Parents are making decisions about what their kids should read. I'm like a lot of parents out there, I imagine, Buck, where I'm begging my kids to read all the time. The rule in the Travis household is if you bring a book in to me in a bookstore and I look at it and, you know, it's age appropriate, right? And you're willing to read it, I'll buy it. Because I'm desperately trying to get my kids to read. And some of them read really well. And other ones, we set an alarm for 20 minutes and it feels to them like it's 20 hours. And I know there's a lot of parents out there who understand this. But this is a real issue that's going on. we got a caller out there. Uh, one of the cities that we're number one in right now is Louisville, Kentucky. Steve, you ran for the school board in Louisville based on this issue specifically. Tell us about that. Well, yeah, and one of the things that I was finding is opposition to the removal of these books seems to be focused on the characters in the book. And the point that I tried to make to parents, we don't oppose the identity of the characters in the books. We oppose the content. Excuse me. An example that I gave was I don't approve of Fifty Shades of Grey being in schools for middle schoolers, but I'm not anti-heterosexual people. I don't oppose, or I do oppose books that depict sexual acts and nudity in all books. It doesn't matter if the characters are straight, bi, gay, or whatever. Yes, no, they're they're trying to hide behind the notion that uh, this is some kind of bigotry because... If you if you have extremely explicit sexual content presented to a sixth grader or a third grader, but it involves a pansexual or you know non heteronormative, um, non cisgender, asexual, furry, I, you know I, I don't know. I mean, there's all these different you know designations. Um, by the way, you know there are fur. I just found out from a friend of mine, uh, Catalina Lauf. She just told me yesterday that she went to a school board meeting up in Illinois when she was running for Congress and that there are kids showing up at school dressed as, as, as furry animals. This is a thing. And I was like, I was like, how is this? And, and what's the craziest part of it isn't just the kids do this. It's that they're, they're then arguing. This is my, this is a part of my identity and the school is terrified to do anything about it. I asked her three times. I'm like, look, you're running for Congress. Are you serious about this? She said, yeah, this, this happens now that there are kids who show up and they say, I'm a, I'm a tiger. And I expect to be treated with with tiger dignity. And this is a thing now. 
And I think there's actually a comedian, uh, Sebastian uh, Maniscalco, did a whole thing on this. That even at his school, there was some kid who showed up and said he's like a lion or something. And they're all supposed to refer to the kid as a lion. And and the teachers are so terrified slash brainwashed that they, that they go along with this stuff. Or they're afraid they're going to be sued if they don't. Clay, the real the real issue here for the left with all of this stuff is parents are waking up to someone chooses what books your kids read. Yes. It can either be something you have input in that parents know about, or you can leave it to the left-wing commissars of the teachers' unions who are at the beck and call of the uh, activist class that thinks a drag queen story hour for for five year olds is is a great learning opportunity. I think Carol Markowitz yesterday with us, Buck, did a really good job answering a question because on this drag uh, show aspect, I watch these videos and it's always white women moms who were taking their kids to these drag shows, and I just think about it from the perspective as I said with her yesterday. If I were a dad and I took my I have an eight-year-old. If I took my eight-year-old to a uh, to a you know sex-themed uh, straight striptease show, right? Normal heterosexual woman comes out like in a normal strip club, very popular, I hear, dressed scandalously and dances around as a stripper would in a heterosexual male strip club. If I took my second grader to that show, I would probably get charged with a crime. And it would be so foreign to me as a dad to even Wait, think to do that. that it would be crazy. You wouldn't even they wouldn't even let you in. It wouldn't be legal correct. for you to bring your second grader in, right? So correct. So it's not but even it like it's a discretion it, it, thing. But they also would there aren't like stripper brunches for dads, right? Is what I'm saying. Like you can't go to like, hey, I'm gonna go get waffles and I'm gonna take my eight year old and then there's gonna be a stripper, heterosexual stripper, and all these dads are gonna go. And we're just going to go with our little kids and we're going to think it's normal. Women are doing this. And I watch these videos and I think to myself, how in the world are these moms making the decision? And Carol hit on it. They're trying to prove how inclusive they are and how much they love the LGBT community. And it's become so inclusive that somebody stripping in front of a six-year-old at a brunch is considered normal for these white women. It's not. It's crazy. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. He served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training. He was paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helped severely injured service members and first responders, as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It's already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. 
You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer.